What the Flux is brought to you by DeLoreanRental.com. If you're looking to rent a DeLorean time machine, DeLorean Rental has you covered. They have time machines all across the United States, the UK, Germany, France, Italy, and adding more cars daily. Check out all of their packages to see what would best fit your event at DeLoreanRental.com or call 708-292-0236. Great moments in history. July 17, 1955. Disneyland opens its doors. February 7, 1964. A little group called the Beatles lands at the JFK airport. July 20, 1969. Neil Armstrong and Edwin Buss of Aldrin became the first humans to ever land at the moon. May 25, 1977. Star Wars opens in theaters. July 3, 1985. A little movie called Back to the Future opens in theaters. And on April 1st, 2022, finally, every Back to the Future fan's dream has come true. The Lego DeLorean is here! Hi everybody, this is Bob Gale, co-creator, co-writer, co-producer of Back to the Future, and you're listening to What the Flux? Live from the former Institute of Future Technology in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to What the Flux. Hey, it's Leah Thompson. What the Flux. Cool name for a podcast. With your hosts, Caitlin Larkin and Eugene Schnee. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and freaks and geeks. This is your favorite friend. Yes, I am your favorite friend. Mr. Eugene in the house with my favorite friend, Miss Caitlin. What's happening? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. You tell me. I, I, okay. <laughs> I have literally, I've known you for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I have never seen you so excited in my entire decade of being friends with you. Um, uh, let's just cut to the chase. I mean, should ch- we even play the news music or should we just go right in, right into We're it? Just go right into it. All right, it, it's so much to cover. We don't even have time to say hi. No, it's true. We have a lot Okay, hi, 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 I am so happy. I'm like Kermit the Frog with the, with the hands on the air. Uh, because, folks, finally, this, I've been dreaming about this. Okay, I know. I know people right now are going, but it was a Back to the Future car that came out before, Eugene. I know. Here's the problem. And I'm going to be as subtle as I can, Caitlin. Okay. Um, what's another word for shit? <laughs> Sucks. Poo-poo. <laughs> Poo-poo. <laughs> oh, this is back to the... Dump, is a, wait, dumpster fire. Dumpster uh, fire, wow. Trash. trash. Rubbish. Yeah, so. Rubbish to our English friends. Yeah. There you go. I, I was not a fan of it. I just did not like how it looked. Like, I mean, I know it's Lego, but I know Lego can do a lot better. Lego has done a lot yeah, better. Yeah, like the Ecto-1 that they did. The Yellow Submarine. We, That's the only yeah. Lego set I have. <laughs> <laughs> the Yellow Submarine, the James Bond cars, even the Batmobile. And, but suddenly they started going bigger. And they did, I remember, because I bought the 1989 Batmobile. And I know the Ecto-1 came out. And the uh, uh, James Bond cars and everything. But everybody was always asking. And there was a time where people thought that it was going to happen last year, remember? Yes. But it didn't happen. And then suddenly we started looking at pictures online. 
But even I got excited. I'll admit it. I got I got excited because I've been dreaming about this. But then I realized, and that's actually uh, our good friend Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Pointed it out. Look at the date. And I can tell you right there, as soon as I saw the date, I heard the horns. <laughs> I was like, no, no. Why do you do yeah, this I don't to me? Think, I don't think Lego realized that <laughs> putting out a big announcement and saying that it's coming out on April 1st is like the kiss of death. I agree. Because no one would ever believe that it's legitimate. Well, nobody did. A no. lot of people were questioning this. And then, and as you mentioned to me before, you were like, well, the pictures don't even look legit. Right. So Eugene had shared a post on social media the day before uh, the actual Lego announcement came out. Yep. And it wasn't even a photo of a Lego DeLorean. It was just a regular picture of a DeLorean. And I was like, look, I don't see anything on their socials. I don't see anything anywhere. And the date says April 1st. Like, this is somebody's pulling a prank. Uh, but then the next day, bam, on all of Lego's official social media sites, yep. they posted this great promo video. Oh, my God. And it was amazing. It was a really good promo. Like, they, yeah. I wonder. <clears throat> I wonder if they realize, like, oh, you know, oh, shit, we, we might want to fix the date thing. Because I think somebody had to have told them. Like, uh, or maybe they wanted to do that. Maybe they wanted to confuse people. Like, ha, huh, people won't think. Like, that gives it hype. It's like, is well, it I real did. or is it not? It, and it has people talking. It and did. it literally, we are sitting here <laughs> with two microphones Recording this and talking about it because oh, well, people wants to know. Well, I got some infos. I got All some, right. I got some deeds. Let's <clears> get <throat> it. Put my best um, reporter boys. I love Bucca. I love Bucca. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, somebody out there is like, oh, me too. <laughs> They've clearly never seen Anchorman. Uh, clearly, right? Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. That San Diego in German is a whale's, it means a whale's vagina. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I speak German. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many people actually, I actually had someone go, is that true? And I was like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> like, I wanted to laugh and I wanted to be the bad person and go like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's funny, it's Angela and I actually made that joke a couple <laughs> days ago because my dad and his wife recently just took a trip to San Diego. And, oh, yeah? And so when I got off the phone with him, uh, Angela goes, a whale's vagina. So that's pretty funny you, you mentioned that. I think that was my favorite joke. Oh, yeah, it's movie. hysterical. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Let's get back to the deets. All right. The Lorian Lego. 18 years of plus, of course. It's very, it looks like a very complicated thing. Yes. So this this isn't for, for chitlins? No, no, no. Okay. Even though, you know what? Like, like wouldn't a 10-year-old build one of these? Like, oh, they're going to eat it. They're probably going to eat Stick the pieces up their nose. Hey. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be in American dollars. It's going to be $169.99, which in my opinion, I think it's a good price. Okay, I see, I know nothing about Lego. I, I know literally absolutely nothing. So is that, that's a good price I th point. I think it's a good that's price for what it is. It's a for what you get. It, it's 1,856 pieces. Now, the original, mm -hmm. I guess, what that 
That well, was it was small. It was, it right. was a lot so smaller. So it was 400 something pieces, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. But it was a lot smaller too. But this one, um, well, I'll go okay, into more details. And it allows, allows builders to create the car from the first, the second, and the third film. Now, we have to talk something important about that. Okay. I'll go into details about it. Because we're going to talk about the positive. We're going to talk about the heavy and the not heavy. The McFly. And, and the McFails. Exactly. Okay. So, um, McFlies. It comes with a light-up flux capacitor. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That is freaking heavy. Uh, a box of plutonium because... why You have you to have, have plutonium. To have plutonium. This is a, a good McFly. Marty's hoverboard. Yeah. You got to have that. And of course, a Lego minifigure ber- versions of Doc and Marty from Back to the Future Part 2. Which, you know what? I like that because in the if you have your original Lego, you already got them from the Back to the Future Part 1. So, boom. Okay, okay. So, I like that. Um, they also, uh, it was really cool. This is a big McFly. They also, to celebrate the launch, the Lego group did a, have you seen the, the Brick to the Future? No. There's a Brick to the Future animated short at lego.com slash bttf. Uh, is where Marty, oh, I missed that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Marty and Doc uh, race for time to try and retrieve the lost flux capacitor. capacitor. Um, other McFlies. The wheels that fall down for flight mode. Yeah. Which, <laughs> no, I'm going to do that sucker. That's awesome. Um, the dashboard dates. You have to have those. Yeah. Um, open gilt wing uh, doors and, and hood, of course. And apparently they have a lot of Easter eggs. Now, this is a huge McFly. <laughs> Are you ready for this I'm one? I'm ready. Give it. All right. I'm going to give you the whoa, and I'm going to give you the holy whoa. Okay. The whoa is it has swappable license plates. Oh, nice. So yeah. from the regular California at a time plate to the uh, part two barcode license plate. See. Awesome. <laughs> That's for Spanish speakers. See, <laughs> but it also includes a banana and tin can to power Mister Fusion. Oh my God! Really? That is amazeballs. Okay. They're probably so itty bitty. I don't know, but it has it. That's cute. Uh, it's gonna measure thirty-five uh, centimeters long. That's big. Sure. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it looks pretty big, okay? Uh, for a Lego, yeah. Now, here's a Mc... So, it's not quite a McFail? No. Or is it a McFail? Well, this is a... I, I don't know, because I guess right, we're okay. talking too early stages. Okay, but from okay. What I hear, so, we don't know if this is a McFail yet. Yeah, but from what I hear, it, apparently you have to buy three sets of the car. Because apparently, let me read what it says. Okay. It features three distinct building options. Choose which car you, from Back to the Future films you want to build first. All three versions cannot be built simultaneously. Right. From, from the single block. Right. So you would have to build whichever one is your favorite. I get that. But I've heard that some people are talking that you have to buy three different ones. If you wanted all three cars to display, yes, you would have to buy all three. Yeah. But you can, the thing with the Lego is that you can change it to whichever car you want at whatever time. Correct. But if you are a completist and you like to display stuff, yes, that means you have to buy all three. I mean, you know some of the fans are going to be buying that. Oh, of course they are. So here's the McPhail part. It's that 
I mean, I guess from the business perspective, it makes sense because you're going to make people buy three of the same cars to do, you know, if you want to. Right. Like, it's, that, your, it's, your, it's your choice. Exactly. That's exactly right. It's your choice. If that's something you want to do, you want to have a Lego display that has the part one and two and three DeLorean, then that's on you. That's on you. But you can, you know, change it up. Be like, oh, I'll have it part one some days or whatever. You're fancy or, you know, two or three. Part three. See, I, yeah. I personally would build the part three car because that is my favorite with the white wall tires. I got to go with part two, the flying. Got to go with that one. I just love those 50s white wall tires and the Pepsi box on the front of the car. <laughs> I just, I don't know what it is. I you, love it. If you buy it, you should also put a bear <laughs> with a cowboy boots. <laughs> a bear ate my boots. A bear ate my boots. Um, now, this is really cool. It features windscreen and... A, ship, a shipping element from the front of the DeLorean, which are new to Lego. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, that's cool. So, thoughts on this. What do you think? I think this is a very smart move for Lego. I mean, I don't know if... if oh, I'm sorry. I said shipping. I'm sorry, shaping element. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoops! Um, there has obviously... Well, Back to the Future, for, for us, the hardcore fans, has never gone away. No. But for other people who just kind of like it, there has really been a resurgence of Back to the Future since it's uh, since 2015, since Future Day. Agree. And I think that actually made more fans, I, 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 especially yeah. more like the younger, younger generation. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a smart, strategic business move. I mean, come on. You've done the Batmobile. You've done mm-hmm. the Ecto-1. Mm-hmm. The DeLorean is the other famous movie car. That's true. And yes, you know, they had the smaller one that came out, what, 10 years ago or whatever. Shite! But <laughs> no, this makes sense. And mm. people are going to buy it. And if I had the money, I would buy it. Maybe I will someday down the line. It's not in the carts for me right now. Um, oh, I'm still buying it. But yeah, I it's mean, something I, that I definitely want. And now, I don't even build Lego. <laughs> now, here's my other proposal for Lego. We got the car. Yeah. We got Marty. Yep. We got Doc. Yep. Give us a set. Give us a set, man. I thought you were going to say the train. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the train. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing, but oh boy. I think Eugene just got a, a nerd boner right there. I did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> that's a bad transition. Yeah, no. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to Happy us. To us. Two years, folks, since we released our first episode. Can that's right. How we age. Oh, my God. I know. Goodness. (laughs) It's been an amazing two years. It really has. And even though, as of recently, we haven't been able to put out episodes as frequently as we'd like to. There's a thing called work. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what sucks? What's Every time I I go to the bathroom, my boss is looking at me. (laughs) Because you're your own boss. Exactly. That's funny. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. No, uh, and we obviously have had amazing co-hosts, you know. We have had a lot of different co-hosts through the... the the course of the of the of the of the show. Yeah. But as everybody knows, you know, we are like a boy band. You know, once they get old, out you go. 
We got to get a new. <laughs> that's what happened. Which to- is very funny that you're the oldest member and yet you're still here. Well, you know, that's. He doesn't know I'm going to replace him next week. Uh, no, because you know why? What? I don't look my age. There that's you go. very true. <laughs> that is actually very that's why, accurate. That's, that's why we got rid of Todd. Oh, stop it. <laughs> no. Speaking of Todd, he finally got married. Todd, we know you're listening. Yes, and we miss you, and we are so happy for you and your wife. We are very happy. And he, he's big... been he's been sharing some great photos, and he, uh, he and his wife just uh, got, I think they just got back from their honeymoon, and they went to Hawaii. That's right. And they did something that Angela and I have wanted to do for years, and they, oh, the, uh, they went Park? to Jurassic Park. That's right. So that's something that's on our bucket list for sure. So um, we, we, we in, a, in a personal note, I mean, we knew that Todd's been... Dealing with this marriage, because something we know with COVID and everything, like yeah, the wedding he got was, he yeah. was supposed to get married back in 2020. Mm-hmm. And so they well, you gotta say it right, 2020. 2020. <laughs> and um, you know, they didn't want to compromise not having the wedding that they wanted just to get married, and that's wonderful for them because yeah. the pictures I saw, like they had a New Orleans jazz band that's at right. their wedding, yeah. like it was the most badass thing I've ever seen. Um, you know, Angela and I, we eloped. You know, my mom married us, and so we always kind of looked at... the at, Polynesian. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. eloped at the Polynesian. We stole a, a Disney wedding, um, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm always looking at other people's weddings, because it's like, you know, you still have that little fantasy in the back of your head, like, man, I would have loved to have had a big, giant party. Uh, and, and I mean, and Todd's wife looked... Unbelievable, stunning. Yeah, gorgeous. Gorgeous. She looked like a beautiful wedding. Uh, you know, Todd looked okay. Yeah, know. Todd looked yeah, alright. He like I, he like I. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we are so happy, Todd. We are finally you made it, and uh, we wish you the best. Yes. And um, and we hope that you know. I know you're having a busy year, but when all is done and you have some more free time, that you can come back and hang out with us. Screw that! I want two. You want Tood? Yeah, Tood was better. <laughs> Tood was better than you know, Todd. We, we should uh, we should do a, like a survey. Who you want, Todd or Tood? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Tood will win. He was so nice. Tood was nice. He was nice. Todd was a he was a jerk. He was, <laughs> Tood was just like the awesome guy. Yeah, well. Well, anyway, congratulations, congratulations to Todd. Congratulations, And you know who else is congratulations? Huh? My favorite bad guy ever. I have I have a child. <laughs> 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 yeah. The same thing I say every time there's taxes, folks. <laughs> oh my god, do not say that. We're recording. Ooh, Billy Zane. Yeah, Billy Zane had a birthday a couple weeks ago uh, on uh, February 24th. So right. happy birthday, Billy. Yeah. And uh, as we record today, uh, it is Drew Struzan's birthday That's on right. March 18th. What, so. what, what, what's, what's that? Who's Drew Struzan? What's his name? Drew what? Drew Struzan? Drew Struzan? Yes. <laughs> well, Billy, I'll tell you who Drew Struzan is. Drew Struzan was actually a very famous art. Well, he's, he's retired now, right? Yeah, or, he's retired now. Yeah, he's a, he's a very famous artist who did many iconic pictures. That's one of the things that I miss from the 80s. Yeah. Those iconic hand-painted uh, poster pictures, like mm-hmm. the Goonies, the Police Academies. Um, oh, my God, he's done so much. He did the Muppets. The Muppets. And of course, he did the famous Back to the Future ones. Yeah. Which, have you ever, do you ever heard that story of uh, Michael J. Fox when they were doing um, 
Back to the Future, the poster for Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah. You know the story I'm telling you? Yeah, but tell the people. Okay. Uh, they, uh, Michael J. Fox and Doc, it was Doc, uh, Christopher Lloyd were posing for the picture. And I guess that Michael J. Fox kind of like, wait a minute, you do Struzan, whatever. Yeah. And he goes, like, oh, damn, like, did I did something wrong or whatever. And apparently started that he was a fan. Yeah. No, that- uh, Michael J. Fox famously uh, has loved Drew Struzan since before he was ever famous. Yeah. And Drew Struzan did the Welcome to My Nightmare album cover for yes. Alice Cooper. And that's where Michael J. Fox learned the name Drew Struzan because yeah. he was a big fan of Alice Cooper. Man, Michael J. Fox has some good music taste. He really does. Yeah. Uh, I know that like, if you and I like ever had the opportunity to just hang out with Michael J. Fox... We just talk about music. Yeah, like uh, he's such a music nerd and so are we. And like so, at, the, at the end of the day, we would like, be talking and like two hours later, we're like, oh yeah, you were in Back to the Future. <laughs> Yeah, like it would definitely be. We totally like forgot that. about that. Like, for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I know. Um, dude, I mean, the guy. It's just his talent is unbelievable. He also did the uh, the movie posters for the uh, the last Star Wars, the, uh, episode one, two, uh, and three. Yeah, well. the prequels. And of course, uh, the Indiana Jones. Yeah. So he's done a lot. The guy has definitely earned his status as a legend. So happy and, birthday. And uh, yeah, I, I have a Drew Struzan hanging up in my apartment. That's right. The uh, Bacto Fisher Part 3, right? Yep. That's right. Uh, I do. Did he sign it? Yes, he did. He said, I'm the best. <laughs> no, it just is. It's, it should say I'm the best. <laughs> like, I'm the best. Everybody uh, else sucks. <laughs> it's just his signature and it's the alternate uh, Back to the Future um, Back to the Future 3 poster. Very cool. Yeah, so. So what else we got? All right, so this is huge news. Mm. The Back to the Future musical cast album. Came oh yeah, out. it's out. It is out. That's it came awesome. out last week. Are you gonna listen to it? Because I, I remember not. we had a talk. I know. So after we had that talk, I went, "You're right." Yeah. You are absolutely a thousand percent right. Jeez, I, I wish I, every girl said that to I, me. Right? <laughs> I, I bet you do. No, um, because. The only way I've listened to cast albums is if I've actually seen the show. Correct. Um, I've never listened to an album of a show that I've never seen. So I was like, why start now? So I really have hopes that either later this year or next year that Back to the Future the Musical, it has to. It has to make its Broadway premiere. It has to. It has to. So I'm holding out for that. As long as it happens within the next year or two, I think I'm going to go without listening to the cast album. If it takes longer than that, I may just have to take a listen. You know? But I definitely think that... uh, Like I told you... I I got to wait it out. I told you, I I feel like it's going to spoil the surprise. Yeah. uh, Because again, even though we know what happens, but there are elements in the movie that... I'm sorry, in the play that are not in the movie. Right. Uh, especially with the character of, of Goldie Wilson. Yeah. And those are elements that are like, like, you know, the racial tensions from that time. And I'm like, actually, hmm, I'm curious about that. How did they bring that to this? You know, but I don't want it to be ruined by, and again, this is nothing dissing the crass or nothing. This is a personal opinion. So please don't come here with tiki torches and destroy, burn my house. No, it's just that to me, I don't, I want to enjoy that moment. And then I'll listen to the cast album and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, yeah, so. no, I, I agree with you yeah. for sure. 
Um, the but, next one, you, you but, th- what? Oh, I was going to say, but I downloaded the cast album to my phone, so I have it. Okay, that's So I, I have it, I participated, I downloaded it, so good job. I have it there. Well, the next one, the next news, you're not going to like them. No. No. Ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just say it, just say it, yeah, just say so it. so Eugene right now is <laughs> holding up his brand new Ooh. Griff NECA action figure. Oh, hear that, hear that? Oh. Ah, uh, it's like a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, look how cool it looks. Uh, it looks beautiful. It really does. Yeah, so Eugene actually now has the two figures that I'm missing from my collection. I, I, I have all the others. If I see them, I'll, 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 I'll I have all the others, uh, but I don't have Griff. Keep it. Eat the people. <laughs> I got a pitbull now. I got now. a pitbull now. And then what's this other one you have here? It looks ah, like the... See, see, uh, look at this. Look at this. What? I can swap heads. I can go, hey, Greg. Caitlin. To- no, Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> oh, you, okay. That's an ha, inside ha, joke. Ha, ha. <laughs> and then I got... Look at this cover. Yeah, well, look that, that is the cover. same, wait, 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 same wait, wait, box design wait, 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 as wait, wait. the Marty McFly. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, that, that one didn't sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got the uh, the 2015 Doc. I, I just couldn't recognize him because. Oh yeah, because yeah. he uh, had the uh, overhaul. The overhaul, yeah. I just, I, I, oh, is that him? Oh yeah, that is him. <laughs> I'm afraid you wouldn't recognize me. It looks beautiful. This figure is, I mean. NECA does an amazing NECA job. NECA does an unbelievable, and not just the figures, the packaging. Yeah. Look at that. It just looks so cool. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Yes. So, very happy with my purchases. Very happy. I highly recommend them. Um, I found these at Target. Um, so, yeah. 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 If I Honestly, if I see the Griff, I'll buy it for you. Because I know you really want the Griff. Thank so. you. That's very um, kind of you. I know. But, you know, speaking of um, of uh, Christopher Lloyd, this is his face. Yes. He's like smiling like a creeper here. Yes. Like he's smiling like... The face that he has right here is like the face that like ha ha. Like, hey. <laughs> That's the face he said he put he had when they told him that he's gonna be in Mando. Oh. Mandalorian season three is gonna have Doc Brown. Wow. We need to talk about it. Yes, we do. What do we have? What? So at this point, the press release just happened about an hour before we got together. Hot stuff. Yes, this is hot <laughs> off the presses. We should have a, we should have one segment like a noise or something like hot stuff or something like like you know something new they just like they just hot out the presses yeah we gotta we gotta figure out we gotta get creative anyway anyway so yeah this just happened uh, released by the Hollywood Reporter now it is not known what character Christopher Lloyd is going to portray oh. um, no he's and, not gonna be Yoda okay <laughs> stop be, it with the funny. rumors that'd be funny um, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, all it said is just that he is on the current, um, call sheet. Mm-hmm. So that's all we know. And that he's not going to be a regular. It's just going to be uh, a few episodes here and there. So he's not going to be in every single episode of this new season. So I'm very curious as to what this character could be, what the storyline's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it's amazing that ugh. at his age. He's still getting not. He's still getting like awesome roles. He's still doing his play. Like, the other day he was doing his plays. Yep. 
which apparently from the people that saw him said that he was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw him in Nobody and in the movie. You saw the movie? I haven't seen it God, yet. Oh my God, woman, when do, are you planning to see this movie? When do I have time well, as Well, you late? need to because you know what? Every time you don't see it, a little boy is crying. Oops. Little, <laughs> okay, that was bad. Sucks to be you. Okay, I got another one. Every time you, every day you pass without watching this film, a puppy is crying. Oh, stop. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Every day. Not the puppies. If right now your puppy is crying, it's because Kaylin hasn't seen nobody. Oh. That's right. Sorry, puppies. That's right. I just, I had to say it. <laughs> he was amazing in nobody. When you see the movie, you understand why I'm talking. He was like a badass. And I still, to this day, say he was one of the scariest villains of all time. Mm-hmm. The judge. Oh, yeah. Judge Doom. Say it again. Judge Doom. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't steal that from any movie, no? No, We did it. No. That is completely original. Yeah, not any Disney movie. You shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Not my favorite Disney movie, actually. Really? Yes. What is your favorite Disney movie? The Lion King. That's your favorite? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. That is my absolute favorite Disney. That that's what you were doing. I like, know, but I didn't know. I, 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 Scar. <laughs> I didn't know. No, that's Mufasa. Oh yeah, Mufasa. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. Mufasa. No, no, I mean it's a great movie. I just didn't know it was your favorite. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, when that movie came out, it was the first time I ever saw a movie multiple times in theaters, um, and I was only four, turning five at the time. And yeah, how I, old I, were you when you watched The Lion King again? Four. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah it came how out old the, are you? <laughs> it came out the summer of 1994 i was born in october of 1989 so it was right before my fifth birthday oh wow yeah uh that's my favorite disney movie of all sorry, time sorry folks i just had a senior moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow so, so fun fun story i had every single like lion king plushie and i had to sleep with every single one in in my bed I had all of them. I had Rafiki, I had uh, Simba, I had Nala, Timon, Pumbaa. Then they all slept with me at night. I, I had Lion King bed sheets. I am so judging you. Judge away. It's freaking awesome. Anyway. Anyway. Did did my boo tell you? Uh, yeah, your boo did tell me, actually. Your well, your boo said it on Twitter. That's right. She told me first. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, she told me. I can't tell. You know, I got to keep a secret. She actually doesn't want me to talk about us. Oh. Yeah, you know how it is. You know. I mean, her husband and everything. He's that cool might with be it. A, oh, is he? Yeah, he's cool with it. He's like... Mr. You know, Deutsch? Yeah, he actually insists. Oh, is it one of those situations where he can't anymore? So you step in? No, he's just like, you know what? You're cool. <laughs> that's it you, you want to tell the news about my boo or yeah you sure no yeah. I got you uh, uh, Leah Thompson of course is no stranger to directing she's no. been doing it for quite some time now directing lots of different TV shows right. and her latest is the new series called uh, it's Picard which is the new Star Trek thing you gotta say it right John Luke Picard I don't uh, know Picard Picard oh <laughs> you, you dumbass <laughs> Now he's choking. <laughs> See, Eugene and I don't know squat about Star Trek, nah. so we are totally out of our element here. Yep. Um, so, yeah, but it looks pretty cool. It looks cool. She's an amazing director. I've seen some of the episodes that Goldberg's yep. directed. And 
um, other things that she's done. So, um, you know, I just want to wish my boo good luck. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Love you, baby. <laughs> All right. So now for some accolades. Uh, I know we talked about the Back to the Future musical not that long ago, but it is award season. Oh, really? And Oh, what, 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 yes, what? I need what? to put my tux for this. Oh, right, you right, need right. your tuxado? I got to put my tux, right, right? Your tuxado. Okay, I got my tux. Okay, good. All right, so currently you can vote at broadwayworld.com for the Broadway World UK Awards. And you can vote for Back to the Future of the Musical in Best New Production of a Musical, Best Leading Performer for Ollie Dobson. Ollie! Best Supporting Performer for Cedric Neal. He Be- was, uh... Cedric Neal is who? Cedric Neal's Goldie, isn't he? I think so. Uh, no, no, if... Let me double check. Okay. Yeah, we'll check. We'll check. Um, best Performance by an Understudy, Mr. Mark Oxtoby. Okay. Best Direction, John Rondo. That's Be- a, John Rondo? Yes. That's a cool name. Best musical direction, Mr. Jim Henson. Not, Not that uh, Jim, Jim Henson. Henson. <laughs> and a set design by Tim Hatley. Now, these guys are nominated for quite a few things. Not um, not only BroadwayWorld.com, but the Oliver Awards, which these are all like UK-based award shows that we don't get here in America. Um, but they're nominated for seven Oliver Awards, uh, including Best New Musical, uh, Best Lead Actor, Ollie Dobson, Best Supporting Role for Hugh Coles, Set Design for Tim Hatley, Lighting Design for Tim Lutkin, Sound Design for Gareth Owen, and Best New Score and Orchestration, and that goes to Alan Silvestri, Glenn Ballard, Ethan Pop, and Brian Cook. Damn. Now, there already have been award shows that happened already. Uh, there's an award show called What's On Stage, and Gareth Owen won for Best Sound Design. Back to the Future also won, winning Best New Musical. Wow. Tim Luckin won for Best Lighting Design, and Hugh Coles won for Best Supporting Performer. So yeah. already it's winning all kinds of it's, awards. It's got to come over here. It has to come to Broadway. Mm-hmm. It, it just, I, I it, it has to. I see no other way around it. Come on, Bob, make it happen. Yep. Wow, that's. That's pretty legit, you know? Yeah. Not bad for a play that just started the other day. Right. You know, who would have thought, if you would have told me that a Back to the Future musical was going to be, honestly, I would have thought told you it was a bad idea. Yeah. Like, really? Like, I don't know. I mean, I know they've done some other shows, like, but remember when they did Spider-Man? <laughs> we don't <laughs> want to talk about that. Yeah, like you know, you know it's bad when you go to the flea market, and the guy gives it to you. The guys, oh, it's five dollars, and you're like, oh, I only got a dollar. He's like, yeah, yeah, here, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I can lend it to you. You oh, can see God. how bad it is. No, thank you. Or um, I some people liked it. I was not a fan of it. The King Kong uh, show. I saw. I didn't it. even know there was a King Kong show. There was one. All right. Yeah, you know, King Kong comes out and he tap dances and. <laughs> no, no. But uh yeah, but it was like, you know, it was, it was one of those things that I remember when I heard the first rumors like, oh, back to the future of the musical. And I'm like, uh, is this gonna be good? And no, pre- but it's really important that you had 
you know, Bob Gale's instruction on there. Mm-hmm. That was crucial. And, of course, Alan Silvestri. That's what I think makes this so successful. Well, and of course, you have a bunch of other talented people that tell oh, the actors. Oh, of course. Actors. I mean, the actors and everything, for <clears throat> sure. And the lighting and set design and mm-hmm. all the special effects. Um, yeah. Kudos, yeah, kudos to all of them, man. This for is, real. You know... I, you know, I know for a fact that can you imagine that first show with a bunch of fans and you're going to put and you know as much I, I mean at least Back to the Future fans are not as harsh as Star Wars fans Star Wars fans are horrible yeah like imagine there was a Star Wars Broadway like it sucks like, dude you haven't even seen it doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter it sucks Back to the Future fans I'd say we're more open to different things well not only that but Music already played a heavy part in yep. the movies themselves. Yep. So, but it I also ma- think it makes sense. But I also think part of the success is, and this is my opinion, it's because we've been craving something for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've been craving something. Yeah, we had the cartoons. Yeah, we had the comic books. Yeah, we had this and the toys and whatever, but we've been wanting to see something, especially a lot of the older generation. They want to be, you know, how many times have you heard, you know, that, uh, I, want, I, I got with my son and we were watching Back to the Future. How cool is it that not only now you can experience something with your family, but you can also experience it for the first time too. Yeah. That's cool. That is because cool. You, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're showing them the movie and everything's cool too. But this is something that everybody's experiencing for the first time. And you have two different, which I think is very interesting. You have two different opinions from somebody who actually lived through the era of what Back to the Future was out to with somebody who's just learning about it. And they're both sitting down enjoying something new with good old classics, but at the same time with a brand new music score. I mean, I just think it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really cool. So I, I can't wait for it to get over here. To all our friends over there in England, I mean, we are jealous, man, because you guys are seeing something amazing. Um, and you know what? Sure, it, it, it's, 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 I'm just excited for them. Yep. You know, especially it, it, especially what it came out during a time, you know, after the pandemic and everything like that, and it made people forget about that. So you get a treat. <laughs> you get a treat. <laughs> you get a treat. You get a treat. All right. So we got all the congratulations and everything. Good stuff. But we got to get down to the other stuff. Yes, we do. We have a lot to get through. Because uh, we started a little... uh, (laughs) Controversy. (laughs) Controversy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so you guys have responded amazingly to our last couple of episodes. Um, The things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. You gotta Definitely say it right. Things that make, make you go, go mm, 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 yeah. Nah. <laughs> um, it definitely struck a chord with a lot of you. Yeah. So we have a lot of emails and a couple of voice memos to uh, go along with it. Oh, so, from uh, Wolfgang, right? Yes, Wolfie. Wolfgang, man, you got a badass name, dude. Wolfie. That's right. All Wolf- right, so uh, let's go with uh, uh, first email. What do you got? All right, so do we want to do emails first? or Yeah, let's do emails first. Do emails first? Okay. All right, our first email comes from Gordon. Hi, Gordon. And Gordon says, hey, gang. Hey. I'm listening to the podcast now, and I think I have an answer. Doc must have met the terrorists in order to get the plutonium. 
All right, so I guess this is at the point where you were talking about um, <laughs> the bulletproof vest. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. For those of you that have not listened to our Things That Make You Go Hmm episode, you're not going to understand any of this, so you got to go back and listen, okay? Okay. Doc may be a bit scatterbrained. However, I'm sure he knows to be very observant and made a note of their weapons in AK-47. If you Google, can an AK-47 be stopped by a bulletproof vest in 2020, the answer is yes. With the knowledge Doc has when it became 1985, he started working on a special bulletproof vest. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Do you think he just made one himself? This the super industrial bulletproof vest. But with what time? Uh, he he was working already on the time. Nah. Nah. Sorry, Gordon. Gotta go with the Germans. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> nah. All right. Our next email comes from Jason. Okay. Hey, Jason. I think I have an idea for how old Biff knew how to operate the DeLorean. Oh, this ought to be good. We have to remember that it's the future when he steals it and there are already flying cars everywhere. Also, with all the advancements in technology, old Biff should be a little tech savvy by now. He's not the same old dumb Biff from 1955. As you can tell, he acted a little wiser as old Biff. He already saw the DeLorean disappear once already and knows you have to hit a faster speed. Just my thoughts might explain it a little. Your friend in time, Jason Nilla. Hmm. But this still doesn't answer my question. Yeah. Which is, how would he know to turn on the time circuits? Correct. How would he know, like, I know that it might be a bit self-explanatory that there's a keypad there to do the date or whatever. But, like, how would he know that it takes... Yeah. Up to 88 miles per hour that the flux capacitor has to, you know, do its thing. And n- no. Nope, no, Jason, nope, no. No, no, no. Bad Jason. Bad, Bad Jason. Jason. <laughs> no no treat for you. <laughs> okay. This, I will say, I will oh. admit with Jason on something. Okay. I do like what he said about that old Biff was wiser. He was. He was a little bit he, wiser. He absolutely was. And he even would correct young Biff. Correct. And, you know, saying stupid stuff. So, so I, at I'll, some I'll point, tell, he I'll, wised I'll, up. I'll tell you, Jason, he gets half a treat. He gets half a treat. Half a treat. Okay. Half a treat. Yeah. Okay. This next email is from Katie. Hi, Katie. All right. I've just finished the Things That Go Hmm episode, and I'd like to explain one of the moments you mentioned. You guys spoke about how it didn't make sense for Doc to still get the plutonium from the Libyans after he found out that's how he dies. Now, this is where I'm confused, Katie, because I don't remember us saying this at all. Mm -hmm. I remember us talking about the bulletproof vest. Was I spacing out when did you mention something about... This Dude, I had, about the plutonium. I had head surgery. I don't even remember. <laughs> this is true. Okay, so Katie, I'm sorry. I don't recall us saying this. Um, we'll go back. We'll go back. We'll, we, we'll have to go back. Um, why didn't he change it? Well, my explanation is if Doc had changed the way he got the plutonium or the night that he revealed time travel to Marty, it would cause a major paradox. Okay. If Doc had never got shot by the Libyans, then Marty would have never accidentally got back, sent back in time, and then Doc wouldn't have known what happens in the first place. So he couldn't prevent his own death. 
To keep the time loop going, Doc had to make that night almost exactly how Marty's first experienced it. So that's why he still gets plutonium from the Libyans. Also, Marty never says that they are Libyans. He just says that he's shot by terrorists. So it's possible that Doc didn't realize that, he, that they would be the ones to kill him. Hmm. Huh. I like where she's going. Well, I, I get that last part I understand. Yeah, I like that. That he doesn't know that it was the Libyans who, yeah. who shot him. Because she's right. It just said in the letter that you're going to be shot by terrorists. That's true. But he also knows that it's on the night that they made the tape. Because Marty keeps trying to tell him, Doc, on the night that I go back. Correct. So Katie gets half a treat? I'll give her half a treat. Katie gets half a treat. You, you get half a treat, Katie. That's That, that was a good point. All right. Some of these emails are a bit lengthy. All right. All right. This next email is from Joe. What's up, Joe? Joe said, I want to submit my answer for how future Biff was able to figure out how to operate the stolen DeLorean. All right. I don't think it, was, it would be as hard as you make it out to be. Oh. Now, first, you need three components in order to travel through time. First, you need to fuel Mr. Fusion. Since Biff was from 2015, we can assume that he's familiar with this company or product and knows it only requires garbage in order to produce energy. Fairly easy. All right. I'll give him that. All right. Second, you would need to activate the time circuits and program the date. Activating the time circuits was not done by some hidden switch or secret code. Yeah, but Joe... How would you know that that was necessary? Maybe he explains it. Hold on. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it was a giant knob located in the center of the car. If I knew I was in a time machine and looking for a way to activate it, this very large out-of-place knob would be the first thing I would turn. But that's because you're smart, Joe. Biff yeah, Biff wasn't Biff smart. Isn't totally smart. Now, this would illuminate the time display and keypad. From there, entering a date and time is pretty straightforward. It wouldn't take much trial and error to learn how to use the keypad. The third component is the speed. Now, Biff would have no way of knowing the exact miles per hour required. However, he did see the DeLorean travel through time before in 1985. So he would have seen the car accelerate to a very fast speed before it disappeared into the future. Knowing this, it would have simply been a matter of accelerating until something happened. That part is the most, that, like, I agree yeah. with that. Like, yes, it would be trial by error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so there you have it. That's how Future Biff figured out how to travel through time. As to another question, why did Biff return to a, why didn't Biff return to a changed future? Well, hold on. No, okay, he says it over here. Well, how do we know he didn't? By the time Future Biff returned to 2015, Marty, Doc, and Jennifer had existed in the McFly house. It's very possible that the ripple effect took hold by then and changed the things with a different family in the McFly house, and our time travelers wouldn't have noticed as they were walking back to the DeLorean by then. Absolutely a thousand percent. You answered your own question, Joe. Yeah. It's very possible that they were in the alternate 2015 and simply didn't know that they immediate, as they immediately left to return to 1985. Joe, I agree. I that is to, absolutely I have plausible. To agree. Yeah, I, he gets a full cookie. He gets a full cookie. He gets a full cookie. Excellent. You got a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a bunch. <laughs> okay. 
That, so, that was a good one. We have two letters. Mm-hmm. And it's time to strike up the band for the first time in 2022. What do you mean? Because we are going to Julio's Corner. Oh. Are the boys ready? I think they are. All right, boys. Take it away. Play it, Sam. Julio's Corner. So who's the next letter? So who's the next letter? He just had a whole damn song. Um, okay, Julio. Julio! I, 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 gotta, I, gotta, I gotta tell you something, buddy. Uh. Now, we love you very much. <laughs> Don't get us wrong. But Julio legit didn't answer for every single topic that we talked about. My man. On the episode. <laughs> now, we do not want to dismiss all of your amazing work, and we are very, you know, glad that you did this. But we're only an hour show, and <laughs> we don't have much time left. So. Let's go. We're going to pick the two best ones that we, we thought that we read. So. Um. All right. So, your first one here. Says Calvin Klein looks a lot like Marty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he says Lorraine had an affair with a guy that looked like Calvin Klein while George was writing his novel. She couldn't help herself. She <laughs> she she sees this man wearing a purple Calvin Klein T-shirt that rekindled her love for Cal. That Florence Nightingale effect is serious business. After all, Sam almost killed Marty. Remember? Boom. Solved. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> All right, then his second, George and Lorraine named their firstborn David. The statue of David was on a world tour and stopped in Hill Valley where George and Lorraine saw him and were expecting their firstborn. Lorraine said, David, what a lovely name, and decides to name her son David, too. I've confirmed this through countless DMs to BFG. Boom, solved. <laughs> All right, read another one, read another one. Read another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we might as well. Might as well. <laughs> they were good. Number three, Marty goes back 10 minutes earlier. This uh-huh. is simple. Marty doesn't want to do anything that's going to disrupt the space-time continuum, so he figures 11 minutes is enough to drive to the mall and warn Doc and himself before the shower of bullets arrives. I'm sure Marty wasn't counting on the DeLorean stalling out again, so his plan is flawed from the get-go. Good thing he didn't because we all know this would have created an all. An alternate, alternate, 1985A or B. Like Marty says in part three about the Clara situation, he says, what are you going to say to her? I just got to go back to the future? I mean, she's not going to understand that, dog. Hell, I'm in it with you, and I don't even understand it. Boom, solved. Hmm. Not going to give him that one. No? No, not going to give him that one. He does have an answer for the bulletproof vest. Should I read that since that seems to be a controversy? I do. Okay. So Julio says one of two things happened. A, Doc got a double layer Kevlar bulletproof vest. So he made sure to back up in order to avoid getting shot in the head and just got, (laughs) wait, this makes no sense. Hold on. Doc got a double layered Kevlar bulletproof vest. So he made sure to back up in order to avoid getting shot in the head and just get shot in the head. Julio, that makes no that, damn sense. That makes no sense. B, Doc manufactured a bomb from old pinball parts, so I'm sure he was able to add on some less powerful rounds. Doc could have easily said, hey, I see you guys have AK-47 machine guns and need some ammo. I have these armor-piercing rounds. 
winks at the camera. That's what happened. Trust me. Boom. Solved. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, solved. <laughs> if you guys want to hear the rest of Julio's um, we can post thoughts, I, I guess we could. Yeah, we can post them we all. We can post it somewhere, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we can post them everything. These are pretty funny, Julio. Thank you very much. Uh, but Julio also sent us another email. Ooh. So this is more of Julio's corner. Dear Caitlin and Eugene, the only real thing that had me stumped is the number of kids Sam Baines has hit accidentally that were peeping out his peeping out his daughter. <laughs> Was Lorraine the neighborhood floozy? Hey. Did, she, did she not believe in curtains? How many times before did George go bird watching? In the original timeline, unaltered by time travel, George and Lorraine went to the dance because George was hit by Mr. Baines. Did Biff continue messing with him even though he had the hots for Lorraine? Did Biff bully George even more because Lorraine fell in love with George and not him? Absolutely a thousand percent. Absolutely, yeah, agree. A thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did bring us a good point. How many times did George was there spying on Lorraine? Oh, God. I mean, he knew to go to Because he knew the right tree, spot, and right he knew the time. Yep. My little perv. He's a peeping Tom. He's a peeping Tom. All right. <clears throat> That's funny. So, not only did we have two uh, emails from Julio, but we have two voice memos to go over. Woo! Two voice memos from our buddy, DeLorean Wolfgang. What's up? Wolfie. Oh. Hello, What the Flux crew. This is your old pal, former guest, DeLorean owner, Secondary Heroes podcast host, and former best friend of the week, Alex. Or, as some know me as, DeLorean Wolfgang. In your latest episode, you asked DeLorean owners to chime in with their thoughts on the new DeLorean. Financially, I love it because it brings the value of my car up. But on the other hand, with a little research and learning who designed the new DeLoreans, Ital Design, I believe we've already seen this car and it really isn't very impressive. You can find images when you're looking up Ital Design Europe Car Show 2019. It pretty much looks like any other electric car or sedan out there right now, but with gullwing doors. I'm not entirely impressed due to the originality of the original DeLorean with the two-seater stainless steel design. But call me a purist, nothing will ever compare to the original. Glad to hear you two back on the podcast. I'll be heading to Orlando next month. Maybe we can grab a beer somewhere. Your friend in time, DeLorean Wolfgang. All right, so yeah, we did talk about that a couple weeks back, the brand new DeLorean that is supposedly coming out sometime in 2023 um so thank you for that little bit of insight as a delorean owner mr delorean wolfgang mm. but uh i think we're gonna go ahead and play his second voice memo do it hello what the flux crew this is your old pal delorean wolfgang i'm not gonna go through all of my titles right now because my mind is blown right now caitlin I had to stop the podcast. I had to stop listening to What the Flux for a second to record this memo because you blew my mind with your time continues theory and where 
what's going on in Hill Valley? Are there search parties? I am absolutely flabbergasted by this theory. And I, my brain's starting to hurt. But I love what you said. Like that now opens up this whole new world of Back to the Future that I never even thought about. This is so fantastic. And I really love learning just these little bit of new things that I never really thought about. And this is something that I'm now going to think about a lot. And not over only that, I also have another one for you guys. Uh, and it's a little sciencey. I hope you guys don't mind if I get into a little bit of science here. But this is one thing that's always bothered me about pretty much all time travel movies in general is the Earth and the moon and the sun and all our planets, we're all moving very fast in the depths of space. We are moving very fast. And think about it. If you go back in time, you're going back to a place where the Earth once was. Like, who knows, 30 years ago, the Earth was maybe on the other side of the sun about a billion miles away from where we are now. Think about that. Like, who knows where we were in space? Because the DeLorean can, yeah, drive on roads, but it's not traveling through space and time. It's just traveling through time. Now, if you go back in time, do you just end up in a big void of space when you're floating around in a DeLorean? This is something that's always bothered me, and all, I, I think about it pretty much every time I think about Back to the Future, the movie, and or time travel in general. But yeah, these are things that I think about, and I would like to hear what you guys have to say about this. Um, again, this is your pal, DeLorean Wolfgang, from the Secondary Heroes podcast. Uh, I'm now going to have to just sit down and do a lot of thinking right now. Look forward to the next episode. Talk to you guys later. You blew this man away. I guess so. Yeah, no. Um, And he returned the favor. He basically just ruined time travel movies for me. Pretty much. Because I never thought about it that way before. That's right, because the Earth is always continuously moving. Mm-hmm. How is it possible? That's why it's just a movie. That's why it's just a movie. It's just a movie. Because if you start thinking about it too much, folks... You're going to end up like William Dafoe in Speed 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, it's, man. That makes my brain hurt, dude. It's a serious condition. But I'm glad that somebody else enjoyed my... Well, you can't really call it a theory, but it's just something that is not talked about in the Back to the Future community. No. About what happened in Hill Valley before Marty returned and made everything go back to normal. That's a comic book series that I really, really want. Bob Gale, BFG, anybody at... Um, Bueller? <laughs> Bueller. Um, at the, uh, the, the, the IDW Comics. I, I be, want this. I will be very intrigued to see that. I think that's a really good... Um, I think that's a really good, like story to tell it no it is and and it, it opens to a lot of creativity too wh what is great about it is it's a back to the future story uh, that has zero marty mcfly and zero doc brown correct and it focuses on all the other characters it focuses on 
drunk Lorraine. It focuses on, you know, Dave, Linda, unhappy George, Biff the supervisor. Like, How did George die? Well, he didn't die at this point. He didn't die in that timeline. Didn't, uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't die. Yeah, yeah. Huh. What happens in that week when Marty is away? Yeah, because you're talking about the original. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I want to know. Did Joey ever made bail? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what was he in jail? Um, it, it says it in the in the in the comic books. I can't remember. Why am I blanking? He he did some sort of like money laundering. Like a money laundering some, thing. Some, yeah, some, yeah. Some, something weird like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow, I, but um, thank you everybody for reaching yeah, out thank and you sending so much. us all those emails. Th- my, my throat hurts. <laughs> no, I mean obviously the the fluxies are always keeping us in touch with everything, and um, those I mean those I mean I love the fact that. There's so many different opinions about things, and please, please, always keep sending us those emails. We have done because uh, those, you know, we love to get challenged. Yeah, we love to be hearing from you guys and everything. We're gonna be. I love doing episodes that make people want to, you know, to stir up a conversation like what we did. Yeah. With uh, things that go, hmm. Hmm. Um, so definitely, that's very intriguing, and I want to hear. We want to hear your thoughts about this new uh, the the DeLorean. You know, the 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 Lego DeLorean, like. Are you gonna buy it? Yeah. Are you gonna buy one? Are you gonna buy two? Are you gonna buy three? Hell, are you gonna buy four? <laughs> hey, if you're buying four, then please send one my way. No, because one is you to display them, and then one you just keep it on the box. God damn it! Duh. <laughs> uh, I but- have to keep with my New Year's resolution. I'm not buying toys and stuff for my my New Year's resolution. Well, so. then you know what. Someone has to buy it for me. Yeah, well, <laughs> Please, Kay, thanks. Yeah, well, you know what? You go and sit down in that corner. You can, you know, I'll take a picture of it for you. All right, thanks. Okay. I appreciate it. And where can it. the people let us know about the DeLorean, their DeLorean Lego thoughts? Yeah, you can send all emails to whatthefluxpod at gmail.com. And not only do we accept emails, but we love to hear from you guys. You can send us voice memos if you like as well. Yeah. Then you can always reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's what the flux pod, or on Instagram, that's what the flux underscore pod. That's right. We love to hear from you guys, and also make sure you also remember visit our shop. Yes, we got please. Some shirts and all that good stuff. Please visit our yeah. merchandise shop yeah. and buy something. Be cool, be cool. All the cool kids if are wearing. If one it. person buys one T-shirt, that means we get another month of doing the podcast. Actually, you know what? I gotta buy a shirt because my shirt actually got dirty. So there you go. Gotcha. Boom. There you go. Boom. <laughs> all right, folks, we gotta go. Yep. Uh, we gotta start. Um, you know, uh, we gotta start saving some money for these damn Legos because yeah, <laughs> especially if, I'm gonna, if you're gonna buy three of them. Nope, that's all you, man. I can't do it <laughs> um, unless somebody wants to buy me one. Please, K, thanks. Let me see, gas or gas money or leg? Yeah, DeLorean Lego. Yep, no. Yep, 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 yeah. I can walk. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, whether it be the future or the past, <laughs> we will see you next time. Bye bye. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to What The Flux. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WhatTheFlux underscore pod. 
Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And be sure to recommend us to your other time-traveling friends. Hasta la bye-bye!